as I record this holistic health and healing lesson, it is about to be Thanksgiving. In fact, tomorrow, my family is going to start preparing for a Thanksgiving meal. And the reason why I'm going to talk about appendicitis right now is because right after a Thanksgiving meal is the time when there is the highest incidence of surgical procedures done to remove the appendix. Is there a correlation? Absolutely. It's because on, on Thanksgiving, people usually stuff themselves to such a crazy amount that they become extremely constipated. But it's usually not because of that one instance that they, that they, um, you know, that that causes appendicitis. Thanksgiving meal is usually what breaks the camel's back. It's the it's the last straw, you know. And it's usually um, the last straw in a chain of uh, habitually or constantly, frequently eating in such a way that your colon becomes polluted and impacted and constipated and therefore requires such a procedure. The appendicitis is basically an inflammation of the appendix and your appendix is a finger-shaped pouch that projects from your colon on the lower right side of your abdomen. An appendicitis causes pain in your lower right abdomen. However, in most people, pain begins around the navel and then moves. And as inflammation worsens, appendicitis pain typically increases and eventually becomes very severe. Anyone really can develop appendicitis um, but it often, uh, most often occurs in people between the ages of 10 and 30. And the standard medical treatment for appendicitis is basically just to remove your appendix. And that's because uh, a lot of people um, still believe that your appendix is not necessary. I don't believe that. I don't believe any single organ in our body is superfluous. And none of our organs have no useful function. If we don't know the function of a specific organ, it's simply because we haven't figured it out yet. It's not because um, there is no purpose because the creator, I believe in the creator, um, is a master designer. And everything that he put in our bodies is there for a reason. Okay, so, but because... Uh, because it's so widely believed that your appendix is not necessary um, and that it's, you know, kind of like more more of a nuisance um, that poses a health risk just because it exists in your body, this has led to the routine removal of this organ. And a lot of doctors will even suggest um, prophylactic removal of the appendix when you're having a, another type of abdominal surgery done. They're like, oh, we're going to open it up anyways. Let's just take that thing out. So your appendix is found in the lower right portion of your abdomen. And this small, tiny finger-shaped organ is attached to your cecum, which is a small pouch that's part of the intestines. And the cecum is considered to be the beginning of the large intestine. And it's part of your gastrointestinal tract. So then what is the role of your appendix? 
Well, according to scientists in France and Australia, your appendix actually plays a very important role in your immunity. Um, published in Nature Immunology, their study showed that the appendix, with the help of white blood cells known as innate lymphoid cells, work as a reservoir for beneficial bacteria or probiotics, your body's natural probiotics, which are essential for good gut health and also from healing from infections. So when you get certain diseases or if you use antibiotics that eliminate the healthy bacteria in your gut, your appendix works as a storage unit for some of these good bacteria, these healthy probiotics. And the researchers say that these findings should make people rethink whether the appendix is irrelevant to your health or not. So what happens is when you do get some kind of disease that wipes out uh, the good bacteria in your colon, such as um, diarrhea, or again, if you use uh, antibiotics, what happens is that your appendix takes the good probiotics, the good bacteria um, from its reservoir and replenishes your gut with the beneficial bacteria you need for immune health. Okay, now, so because I believe in God and that he gave us our appendix for a reason, I believe that, you know, we should definitely avoid surgery if necessary. And there is research that suggests that surgery may not even be necessary in most cases of appendicitis either. According to a Finnish study, and I'm going to give you all of the um, resources and sources for this lesson um, you can get it at uh, aruka.com um, slash appendicitis. That's, I have the link right there. Okay, but according to a Finnish study, nearly two thirds of patients with appendicitis can be successfully treated with antibiotics alone. This is according to a Finnish study. And in the US, an estimated 300,000 appendectomies are performed each year, which means some two, excuse me, 199,000 800 people undergo surgery unnecessarily. Now, of course, antibiotics do have their side effects in damaging the microbiome, basically damaging um, gut health, which is an important part of your immune system. But it's still, it appears to be the lesser of two evils in this setting because appendicitis can be extremely dangerous. So, um, there are pros and cons to uh, antibiotic treatment. Uh, the antibiotic uh, treatment group in one study had fewer complications than the surgical intervention group. Um, so uh, even though you know antibiotics are not good for your gut health and your immune system, it's still better than getting your appendix removed. Um, and there are ways to replenish your gut um, with good bacteria, keeping your appendix is one of those important ways, of course. Now, one in four surgical patients suffered some sort of post-operative complication, ranging from abdominal pain to surgical wound infections. And those who received antibiotics took an average of 11 fewer days off from work in this, in, in this one study while surgical patients took an average of 22 days off from work. So it's a lot 
harder to recover, of course, from surgery than simply antibiotics. And of course, cost is also a factor. Surgery is a lot more expensive than a round of antibiotics. Um, so definitely if there's appendicitis, if it's there's not enough time to treat it naturally, because appendicitis is very serious, um, then hopefully, you know, you can find a doctor that is willing to prescribe antibiotics instead of doing um, surgery. Now let's talk about some signs and symptoms of a of appendicitis. Now, of course, um, you know, I, I definitely can't tell you what to do if you have appendicitis, um, but of course, there is debate as to whether surgery is more beneficial or antibiotics. I prefer antibiotics over surgery. That's my personal opinion. Um, but anyways, um, appendicitis is inflammation in your appendix, and it's usually caused by pathogenic bacteria. And once these harmful bacteria multiply rapidly, it can lead to swelling and formation of pus in the organ. Now, um, symptoms of, of appendicitis include intense and progressively worsening pain in the lower right side quadrant of your torso, nausea and vomiting. It can occur at any age, but again, as I stated earlier, um, between age 10 and 30 uh, is when you're more most susceptible. So if you suspect that you or someone you know is suffering from an inflamed appendix, it's really important to get medical attention right away. Um, because if it's not addressed, a swollen appendix can rupture. And when that happens, it can be fatal. Just remember that surgical intervention, intervention may not be necessary if you have a case of uncomplicated appendicitis. And of course, you'll have to have a um, good, um, you know, holistic-minded doctor who knows about this or is willing to try, you know, a round of antibiotics um, instead of surgery. Um, and Again, if, if this happens, make sure you replenish your gut bacteria with some good probiotic supplements and um, fermented foods, such as sauerkraut, uh, raw yogurt that still has the live cultures in it, kefir, um, I said sauerkraut, there, there's other, you know, fermented foods, but also um, you can take probiotic pills. Um, oh, kombucha is also a good one, um, but probiotic pills. I like the brand um, Ancient Nutrition uh, by Dr. Josh Axe. But okay, so now that's appendicitis. But now let's talk about constipation because really, if you are prone to constipation, then you are more likely to get appendicitis. And remember, I said appendicitis is kind of like a last straw right? It's not something that, you know, you're not, you don't have a healthy colon. And because of one time of, um, you know, eating, overeating on Thanksgiving, all of a sudden you have appendicitis. It's usually something that builds up because of a, um, a, a lifestyle of habitually eating in a, such a way that you, um, you are constipated and your colon is filled with um, pathogenic bacteria because you're not evacuating your colon regularly enough. Okay, so it's extremely important that you are having 
regular bowel movements. And a regular bowel movement, if you are eating a completely natural and healthy diet and living a completely you know, holistic lifestyle, you would be having a bowel movement about every single time you eat right after you eat. Um, however, most of us don't live a perfect life and eat the perfect diet. You should at least be having a bowel movement every single day. If you're not having a bowel movement every day, then you are constipated. Okay. Now, um, there are different reasons for being constipated. Um, and even if you eat fairly healthy, you can still be constipated for certain reasons. Um, there could be issues with your uh, digestive system, uh, with your um, hormo your hormones. Me personally, I have a, a condition called diastasis recti, which means that the top layer of my um, um, abdominal muscles have ripped because of pregnancy and have you know, worsened and become even wider and wider. With each pregnancy, I have nine children, I've given birth to seven, um, two are adopted. But, and I'm a, I'm a very, I have a very small frame. Uh, when I got married, I think I, I weighed about 97 pounds. I was a very skinny person, I'm a very small person, small frame. So with my very first pregnancy, my, my muscles ripped to such a degree that they could not naturally heal back together again even with you know all the exercises i know about all those exercises and different things you can do but my but they're already healed and so they cannot rejoin they cannot be rejoined without surgery and this condition diastasis recti causes two problems um with with people and especially myself number one constipation and number two back pain and I deal with both of them. I manage both of those issues that I have with herbs. And so now, right now, let's talk about the constipation that is caused by my diastasis recti. And if I didn't, if I didn't uh, naturally uh, treat myself with herbs on a regular basis for my constipation, I would be a prime candidate for appendicitis. Of course, and, and there's also the issue of eating eating right, but even even if I eat extremely healthy, um, because of my diastasis recti, I still have problems with constipation. So I need the herbs. I'm going to tell you exactly what herbs I take. Um, now I, you know, since I'm an herbalist, I do know how to um, make uh, these herbs myself. Or excuse me, make this herbal uh, formula myself. But um, it's much more convenient to just buy it. So this is. One of my teachers in herbalism, master herbalist Richard Schultz. So this is picture right here, and um, you know he taught that disease begins in the colon. This is something that many herbalists believe. Um, I believe it's not just the gut. Excuse me, not just the colon, but your whole entire gut. Gut health is so important to um, to holistic health and healing. Um, now, uh, so if you go to his website www.herbdoc.com and i'll have a link to this in the resources section of course and you go to eliminate it's this one right here oh, this is the one i take and my husband also takes this now he might this is his uh intestinal formula number one it's basically um an 
herbal laxative formula. So this is an herbal supplement that promotes regular and complete bowel movements. It improves your elimination. It's good for weight management, um, better digestion, and just unblocking of your digestive tract, your colon specifically. And the herbs, this is what's most important, is the herbs that's inside of them, um, wild harvested cape aloe leaf, organic senna leaf, senna leaf, excuse me, senna leaf and pod, um, wild harvested cascara sagrada, aged bark, um, wild harvested organ grapefruit. Now those are the main herbs for cleaning out your colon. These other herbs are also good and beneficial, but they're more supporting herbs. But these first ones that I mentioned um, are the main herbs. Now, I used to, when I was you know, first learning herbalism and when I had more time, I used to make these pills myself. They come in pill form. And um, you can buy the herbs from pacificbotanicals.com or mountainroseherbs.com. It's another one of my favorite go-to herbal stores. You just search for them right here. Search for um, Cape Aloe Leaf. For example, Cape Aloe Leaf. No, they don't have it. They often don't have that. So, and if they don't have an ingredient, that's okay. But this, I'm just showing you the most inexpensive way to uh, get this herbal formula. Um, so it's okay if you don't if you don't have all of these herbs. You just have one, two, or three of them. That's perfectly fine. And that's what Richard Schultz taught me as well when I was learning from him. So the next herb is senna leaf and pod. So you just do a search for senna. Senna, there we go, senna leaf right here. And what I get is I get the senna leaf powder. Okay, I get the powder and, and I'll just buy this right here. And then you can search for cascada sagrada now. I'm just cut, copy and paste, you know, this right here, the name. Cascada Sagrada. Oh, they don't have that either. That's okay. And then let's look for this other one, Oregon Grapefruit. They have Oregon Grapefruit. Oh, yeah, they do. So I'd get the powder for this. So if you only want to get one or two of these herbs, that's perfectly fine. Um, they might. Let's let's see if they have Cascada Sagrada here. Yes, they do have Cascada Sagrada here at this store, Mountain Rose Herbs. And let's see if they have this Cape Aloe Leaf. Just type in Aloe Leaf. And yes, they have Aloe Leaf here too. So you could you could look for all of them in one store. Or you could buy some in one store and the others in another store, basically. So you buy all the herbs. And then the next step, you know, after it comes to you, of course, is you go to... You, you make capsules out of them. And I like this machine right here, the capsule machine, which you can purchase from, oops, oh, it's not working, from the capsulemachine.com. Oh, well, okay. Apparently it is not there right now. So I, I think Amazon sells it. Yeah. Uh, well, they sell... The capsules, you can buy these capsules, but having the capsule machine is really, really helpful. Let me see. 
capsule filling machine. Let me see if they have it. Oh, there we go. Here, this right here. So basically you open up the capsules and then you put the cap you put the capsules in this um in this tray and then you you put the powder in after you've mixed all the herbs together, you put the powder in and um and then you can put the the tops of the capsule. Now the capsule machine is is I think the most the, the best way. Let me see if I can find the capsule machine somewhere else. It's, it's really convenient to um, use it. Yeah, so they sell it in other places. Um, the capsule machine. This is a really great uh, tool if you want to make your own. That's not it. If you want to make your own, this is it right here. The capsule machine. This is it. If you want to make uh, capsules, this is the best way that I've found anyways. The, the easiest way to make your own herbal capsules. Okay. And so what I do with, or you can just buy this right here. It's more expensive this way, but you know, these days I just buy it because I have more, more money than time right now. So I'll just buy it. And, um, you know, whenever you're eating a, a lot of junk food or whenever you are, you are, um, overeating, you know, if you're about to eat a crazy meal, like a Thanksgiving meal or some kind of holiday, it's really good to just take this um, right after. Um, now there's a way to use this for colon cleansing, but I'm not really talking about that. I'm just talking about just using it as an herbal laxative so that you are making sure that you have um, complete and regular bowel movements every single day. So for example, for me, because of my diastasis recti, I take this um, about every other day. I don't take it every single day. I'd say about every other day, I will take one of these pills after my last meal. Okay, and and um, you know, depending on where you're at, especially if you're taking it for the first time, um, you may need more. And the way that Richard Schultz taught is that you know that you you take it you know after dinner the first day or the first night actually right and then if you don't have a major bowel movement the next day then you take you you double the dose after dinner on the following day and again on the, the day after that if you don't have a major bowel movement then the next night again after dinner you double it. So then you take four the next night and you keep doubling it until you finally have a bowel movement. Now for me, it only takes me one to have a, one pill to have a major bowel movement. For some people, they are so impacted. Their colon is so impacted and so constipated that it takes them a lot more. And it's really important that you get to that stage where you're having regular bowel movements and complete bowel movements. Now, my husband, he doesn't have, you know, diastasis recti or anything like that, but he likes to take it um, just once a week, just so that at least once a week, he can have a very complete and thorough bowel movement. But basically, this is a really good way to, um, this is the prophylactic way. This is the, the way to avoid um, not only appendicitis, but, you know, other problems that may have to do with constipation. And there are a lot of things that, um, a lot of other problems that 
constipation can cause. Remember, as holistic healers say, disease begins in the colon or disease begins in the, the gut. Um, I think it was Hippocrates, the father of medicine, who said that disease begins in the gut and your colon is certainly part of your gut. Now, none of my family members have ever had their appendix removed, neither my, my husband or myself or any of our children. Um, but it's a very common uh, surgery done, especially on children. And I think this is such a sad, sad thing. And, you know, we, we have um, one of my children's uh, friends had his appendix removed. And when he had his appendix removed, the doctor told him and his parents that this is just something that happens and there's nothing really that you can do about it or or there's nothing that you can do to avoid it. Basically, it's simply hereditary. It's simply genetics, you know, just the luck of the draw, whether or not you get appendicitis or not. And that's such a lie. It's just such a lie. If we are not living in such a way that our, you know, our bowels, our colon isn't impacted and, and constipated and, um, you know, just a, a harbor for, for pathogenic bacteria, then we, there's no reason why we should ever, um, get appendicitis and there's no reason why we should ever need to get our appendix removed and that's why i'm making this video because it's just so upsetting that medical doctors are only trained to cut the appendix out most of them have no idea neither about antibiotics nor about how um having a, a good diet and having healthy bowel movements can um, can make one prone to appendicitis. And I'd like to make another, you know, lesson dedicated just to constipation because, you know, that's a whole subject on its own. I just gave you like, you know, a very quick kind of thing. And, you know, of course, it's, we also have to eat in such a way that, um, you know, we're, we're not, we're not getting constipated even you know as i said in my case there are even if i do eat healthy there's there's still um you know my, my body is still very prone to constipation and that's why i only talked about the herbs the herbal formula now there's also um a tea that you can uh, drink it's called smooth move smooth move and this is something that i give to um my children, if they are, you know, if I see that they're kind of constipated, they're kind of straining on the toilet, taking too long in there, um, or if they just tell me that, you know, maybe their tummy hurts and I know that they've been eating a lot of junk food and they may be constipated, I'll give them smooth move tea to drink. Another thing that I'll give them is prunes. I have my children eat prunes on a regular basis. Of course, we're, you know, we're constantly eating uh, lots of fruits and vegetables. My children just love fruits and vegetables. And I, I, I'm not an advocate of I'm going 100% raw or vegan. There's a lot of people um, who have experienced 
health issues um, from going on a vegan diet too long, um, including myself. I had health issues um, trying to go vegan and a lot of people, um, too many that I know, um, have have gotten um, even autoimmune disorders from veganism. So that's another subject also that I won't go into too much right now. So I'm not, I don't believe that, you know, we all need to be raw vegan in order to avoid appendicitis. We should eat healthy, lots of, um, you know, um, fruits and vegetables, but sometimes we just need um, herbal support, you know, and make, to make sure that we have those regular and complete bowel movements every day. So um, if you are also listening to this holistic health and healing lesson um, right before Thanksgiving or right around Thanksgiving, um, I hope you have a blessed time with your family. If you celebrate and don't get constipated, <laughs> buy those herbs now, <laughs> buy that smooth move tea, start eating prunes now ahead of time as a prophylactic measure. Okay. Okay. Shalom. Oh, and don't forget to get the notes and resources for this lesson at aruka.com, A-R-U-K-H.com, A-R-U-K-A-H.com slash appendicitis, which is spelled A-P-P-E-N-D-I-C-I-T-I-S. Would you like to become the healer of your home and your community and create a profitable online health coaching business? Are you interested in becoming a health coach a naturopath, an herbalist, or a nutritionist? Do you need help finding the right program for studying holistic health and healing? Or perhaps you already have certification, but you're still not confident enough in healing people and don't know how to build a business that will empower you to have an impact and allow you to leave your regular day job. Are you ready to get a deep and comprehensive picture of holistic health and healing and learn from top healers in our day so that you can stop being stuck in a job or a career you don't have a passion for? Heal yourself and others without the need for pharmaceutical drugs with harmful side effects, doctors, or even dentists. Become more knowledgeable about holistic health and healing than most medical doctors who have graduated from medical school without spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and years of time in expensive medical schools or programs. Build a health coaching business that will allow you to work from home and achieve time, location, and financial freedom. Aruka.com empowers people to become the healers of their home and their community by equipping them with naturopathic herbalism, health coaching, and online business and marketing skills. My name is Maim. I'm 42 years old and a homeschool mom of seven beautiful children. These two in the photo are my October babies. I became a naturopathic herbalist and health coach in order to take charge of my family's health when the modern medical system kept failing us. We were spending thousands of dollars on insurance and other medical expenses, but they did not have any answers for our health problems. Working from home has been such a blessing for us. I used to work at the NASA Ames Research Center as a computer scientist slash engineer, but being able to have an online business has enabled me to surpass my income at NASA 
and to be there for my family, homeschool them, take care of them, watch them grow up every step of the way for 18 years now. I started Aruka.com in 2009 to help people become healthy and heal themselves. I've coached all sorts of people and eventually even medical doctors and nurses started coming to me repeatedly for help for various health issues for themselves or their loved ones. I help people heal themselves of serious diseases such as cancer, heart disease, and high blood pressure, diabetes, as well as other common issues such as hormone imbalances, abnormal bleeding, migraines, eczema, kidney stones, gallstones, cataracts, and even urinary tract infection. Various people began asking me to start teaching what I know about holistic health and healing, including two medical doctors who have become very good friends of mine. When I realized that there was such a demand for the knowledge I have that even medical doctors were telling me to teach, I shifted the focus of Aruka.com. And now we teach people how to become confident healers through our naturopathic herbalist and health coach certification program. We help people become healers of their home and community and create profitable online health coaching businesses. If you're interested in becoming a holistic healer, please visit our website, aruka.com, A-R-U-K-A-H.com. Again, that's A-R-U-K-A-H.com. Hope to see you there.